Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the takeout ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to picking the perfect treats for your dog, Stuart makes the choice easy by keeping it real. Real ingredients, real nutrients, real benefits. Stuart dog treats are free from additives, corn, soy, wheat, and grains. Plus, they're freeze-dried to lock in all the great nutrition and natural flavor your furry friend deserves. Stuart freeze-dried dog treats. Big, tail-wagging nutritional benefits. Available on Amazon.com today. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Five, four, three, two, one... But who's counting, right? And his name is Major. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Major Garrett. From the nation's capital. Major, fantastic. It's the takeout. This is a major achievement. With CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent. Major Garrett, yes, CBS, yes, hi. Major Garrett. Major, that's nonsense, and you should know better. Is Major out of the doghouse? <laughs> the answer is yes. Welcome to the very best part of my broadcast week. When Russia invaded Ukraine in late February 2022, this show focused intensely on the human and geopolitical consequences, and we've kept an eye on the war ever since. Sean Penn has won the Academy Award for Best Actor twice. He's a formidable talent who doesn't suffer fools. He's also a public figure who attracts attention and criticism. Here's where it all comes together. Sean Penn has produced a documentary about Ukraine and its leader, Vladimir Zelensky. The movie is called Superpower. We sat down with Sean recently, and we started with what seemed to me an obvious question. Sean Penn, great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Great to see you, Major. Thank you. Why is the movie called Superpower? Well, it occurred to me that we all thought we knew which one between the the Russians and the Ukrainians was the so-called superpower. And as it turns out, uh, a superpower goes... It demands a lot more strength than just weapons. Or numbers. Or numbers. It strikes me, having watched the movie several times, that superpower is not only literal, but it's metaphorical. Mm. You're talking about something deeper Mm. and something that you discovered, not just in President Zelensky, but in Ukrainians you met across the country. What is that thing? Well, I think it's... I, I think that it is that this courage that we've all been so inspired by, the of fortitude, is, is not a function of a Ukrainian man or woman 
looking in the mirror and saying, I got this. Um, that's not even realistic. And maybe shouldn't be. But what is realistic is that when I is we, it happens. And that courage is available because it's shared. And the unity that they have shown in the purpose of freedom and the right to dream, to select their own destiny, um, is an aspiration that I believe is the most beautiful and strongest aspiration and bravest aspiration at the seed of our experiment. Mm -hmm. And that it's a very fragile thing and that we're on the verge of losing it. And we you, as Americans. Yeah. And I don't know that they would have identified theirs without something we should take great pride in which is that our founding fathers were Ukraine of another time. But as the world works, it's going to happen different places in different times. And the job, the way to be a great nation is to recognize the greatness in another and let it remind you of what your job is internally. So, all of these things have to do with this idea of superpower and, and also because, you know, there's, a, there's what Stan McChrystal called an inverted leadership that leaders who really lead have to recognize in young people because they have skill sets that are organic to them. That for the rest of us, we're playing catch up. For some of us, I can't catch up. Right. Um, and... And that's the case with the United States and Ukraine. There's an inverted leadership. And what will make us a giant is to embrace that. It's sort of the Thomas Jefferson line, one that I posted in defiance as a young man on the back of my bedroom door. Our children are born free, and that freedom is a gift of nature and not of those who gave them birth. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, that's the case with... Ukraine, and we should celebrate as Americans that this torch is being passed on, but, but also use it as an opportunity to reinvent our own. The movie strikes me as not just a story about Ukraine, about this moment in history, about what may come from it, but also a story about the reciprocal relationship you just described. They look to us for inspiration. You want us to see that and find that again in ourselves finding it again in ourselves and make sure that they're able to hold on to theirs and that we don't only look at it as in wartime, because of course there'll be susceptibility to that unity fracturing in Ukraine in peacetime. But the world takes the opportunity now to rewrite this notion that it's always going to be the law of the jungle. Mm -hmm. and, and in anticipation is working with leadership and is working in solidarity with the Ukrainians. It is, uh, I think it's morally a sacred duty. But I would be remiss if I didn't also remind Americans that under both Republican and Democratic leadership, did we arrive at the Budapest Memorandum? Mm -hmm. 
where when Ukraine had the third largest uh, nuclear weapons um, cache, they uh, were convinced by the U.S. and the Russians that even the threat of uh, violating the sovereignty of Ukraine would would lead uh, uh, would be punishable by the equivalent of a uh, of a, of a NATO presence, mm-hmm. um, and we've let Russia take our potential as anti-proliferation negotiators right. and chuck it in the toilet. Mm-hmm. We promised them something. Right. Because they took a risk. And those nation states that have either acquired nuclear weapons or are in pursuit of them, look at that and say, if you want to protect yourself or if you want to have leverage mm-hmm. in any geopolitical conversation, one of the best ways to obtain that leverage is to either develop and if you have, keep your nuclear weapon, because they'll point at Ukraine. See what happens? You give them up, right. and you lose that leverage. Right. And then you bookend that with using the very unlikely, but yes, possible uh, scenario where someone like Putin would use a nuclear weapon. And is the choice then, uh, I'll be your I don't think so. Of course, it, it, we we want to do everything we can to avoid that, but we don't want to hand this problem of it leveraged against us and held over our heads, our the world's heads. We don't want to pass that on to our kids, so we got to take it on. And, and, and the Ukrainians are, they are not going to, they are not going to let this, as much better said than me by one of the witnesses testifying in our piece, you know, the, the, the Ukrainians are not going to allow a gangster with nukes to dictate what they do. They're just not. They're just not. As was said in the movie, they will have to kill all of us. That's right. Because they're not going to stop defending their sovereignty, defending, as was also said in the movie, their right to make a choice. Right. And when the us comes to the United States, us, does us exist in decisively saying no is no. We are not going to let you prove that you can leverage with the threat of this gangsterism, this murder. Um, I think I think there's a time for restraint and movingly so with President Kennedy's uh, restraint mm-hmm. in the Cuban Missile Crisis. But when, when restraint is an overabundance of caution, caution becomes cowardice. And there's no us left in cowardice. It's surrender to the absence of good that Putin represents. When we come back, the origins of Sean Penn's documentary on Zelensky. And I want to let you know the original idea, it had nothing to do with war. That's when we come back. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. 
Bite Clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome back to The Takeout. When Ukraine elected Volodymyr Zelensky as president, it was a country in transition. It wanted to be free of Russian influence and corrupt oligarchs, but somehow the money men kept getting their way. The country, still trying to assert a post-Soviet identity, was looking for genuine change. Sean Penn's documentary tells that story, too. Penn was fascinated by its new leader, a comedian who played the fake president on TV. He was one of the most famous actors, not just in Ukraine, of all the territory of the Soviet Union. He not be an actor who is sitting and waiting what happened around him. He was producer, he was director, he always was the leader. He was making this silly shows which showed Ukrainians and Ukraine in a very disappointing way. And of course, as a Ukrainian, I didn't like that. But then I talked to people in smaller villages and said, finally, we are heard. Penn set out to make a film about Zelensky, the charismatic comedian turned president in a country yearning for something new. And then war got in the way. Talk to me a little bit about the origins of this project. Where it landed is not where it started. <laughs> no. And it's still something I'm processing because we started, I've never set out to do, I don't think I would have ever taken interest in a documentary. I, I've ne- I had never, I'd produced some documentaries, but I'd never directed one, in this case, co-directed one. Um, and I, it would never have been my instinct to do something lighthearted. I, 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 you know, clearly it's not my uh, first <laughs> foot forward, you know, Mr. <laughs> Self-Serious. And, but something about... Zelensky, it was really interesting to me when it was proposed. And this is pre-word of Russian buildup. Of course, I always feel I have to restate for some people who aren't thinking about it that, you know, since 2014, there has been a Mm -hmm. continued border conflict that has cost some thousands of lives. But by and large, Ukraine's been living as a, as a, a free and incrementally institution building, um, democracy and, and identifying with freedom and, and, as, and as European largely. Mm-hmm. And that old idea... Trying about, to move itself out from the Soviet influence, historic, cultural and otherwise. Yeah, and I think that even the annexation of Crimea and again, others articulate this much better than I do, but it's clear from the, to me from the time spent and, uh, that it's an old idea that there is this really big group of uh, pro-Russian sympathizers. That, there, that was true. 
But this is a new Ukraine. And while you're going to find pockets of that, mm-hmm. um, even in the East, it's not what it was. And in fact, I think the annexation of Crimea has worked significantly against Russian interests, as is everything this so-called brilliant strategist does. He's really just a boring automaton who is, is a, an, a kind of antiquated CEO, and his company is systematically failing, and we give him so much credit, um, and, 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 I, and I think too much. And I don't think he's crazy either. And I don't think he'll use nuclear weapons. Um, but you've I, said in other interviews that he suffers from a collapse of imagination. Yeah. And that's a dangerous thing all its own. And it's a dangerous thing. It's a concerning thing for the mental health that will be encountered in, in Russia when this war is over. Mm-hmm. Um, because people live with that kind of deficit of imagination only for so many generations before there's some kind of a, you know, it's been said that, uh, that the wall came down and the perestroika happened less because of Gorbachev and solidarity and, and Reagan than, than it was because of black market Beatles uh, records and, 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 and 501 genes. And I think that that's true that there had been a moment of exposure to, you know, not having your thoughts written for you Mm -hmm. and um, wanting to be part of the bigger world. I don't think that we did ourselves any favor by dancing the night away that the Cold War was over while a lot of the Russians didn't have the experience and gangsterism and kleptocracy took over and simple people were never never ha- got to dance like we were. Right. They kind of got ground under by the oligarchs. But and let's that, back yeah. back to the Zelensky and the origins of this. So, yeah, so the origin so I, I yeah so I, I we were going to do this story about this comedic actor who had a played, successful one, a really good one. And 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 playing a, a a rural history teacher that becomes president on a very successful uh television show The Servant of the People. Um which people can look up and see and should because he's a very talented actor and, and very good writing. Um, and also kind of a window into what would be his presidency. And then COVID happened and we were stalled in doing the documentary. I met him first over Zoom during that period. And, and I said to him that I wanted to, um, I, I really didn't want him to fully agree to do it with us until he'd met me face to face without a camera because I, I wanted to believe that I could get a certain kind of unguarded trust it, that while he was likely to participate, I, I wanted it to get a little more personal. And I felt that, you know, we only know if we connect when in a room. And long story shortened, <laughs> I, uh, it just happened that by the time we were actually able to get in a room, it was uh, 23 February 2022, and agreed that we would start shooting this documentary the next day. The next day. And we went back to our hotel to prepare for the next day, the first day of, of shooting with President Zelensky, um, and laid our heads down to get some sleep, and the rockets came in, and this young guy, that I had met that day was now wartime president. And 
and I was surprised that we got a call. Uh, of course, we were up all night, and uh, um, I, I say in the movie, you know, the, the air raid sirens escorted our uh, escorted us into daybreak, and um, the city had taken several hits. The airport had been taken by Russian commandos, and that was about 15 kilometers away. We were being told anything from immediately to 72 hours by the time Kiev would be completely encircled. And, and, and we got the call that he was still going to honor our meeting that day, and the first day of shooting. And so uh, our lighthearted take on a comedic actor turned president guy got rewritten by 150,000 Russian criminal invaders. Mm -hmm. You say in the movie that it would surprise any journalist or quasi-journalist that you did not walk into that encounter with him now being a unhappily christened wartime president with a set of questions. Right. Did you feel within yourself any shift in what this project was inevitably going to become and what your role in it needed to be? I think I'd say in the film, I hoped it would be useful. I hope the film would be useful. I hope the film will be useful. Um, I think what I actually said also about the journalists is that people will scoff. Listen, I'm really used to journalists scoffing. Um, and um, I, 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 well, there, certainly there are, are some who take exception to the work I've done when I've done journalism. Mm -hmm. Legitimately take exception to things. Uh, I also know some extremely uh, acclaimed journalists and great journalists uh, who actually hear mine as a, a worthy voice. But I do know that um, there's also a certain green-eyed monsterism that happens when, you know, like, who the hell are you to get the scoop? Mm -hmm. Critics have accused Sean Penn of being a globe-trotting busybody or a foreign policy amateur. His movie addresses this. In our conversation, he opened up about what he's learned and what he regrets. This is The Takeout, and that's next. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to The Takeout. Sean Penn doesn't hide his politics, and he's certain that there are not two sides to Russia's war on Ukraine. From his perspective, it's a crime. 
that's inflicted needless suffering, and it must be stopped. And Ukraine needs more help than it's currently receiving from the West. Penn is outspoken about all of that. About his past political involvement, Penn is reflective and slightly apologetic. Because I'm a known actor, if I've been so uh, allergic to the idea of taking a camera or archiving any, any of the things that I've done, you know, in this world of things. And uh, because as soon as the camera near me, the people assume, oh, look, he's just trying to self-advertise. He wants to hold a baby, you know, in a bad place or something. And um, also, if you're negotiating with people and you want to take a tough position, it's not so great when you're, you know, photographing the thing. Right, you know, when the camera's right over either your shoulder or theirs. Yeah. Um, but I was convinced on this one that, look, this is what this is what all of those trips have been like. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting there saying, you know, asking the tough academic question. I'm just going over there to try to take it in. And I thought, well, by having the camera there, by making a documentary, I can kind of offer people who can't afford it or wouldn't have that access to sort of, you know, jump in the backpack with me and 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 check it out. And and yeah, they're going to have to hear my opinions, but that's not what the movie is. And the movie is made for. You know, I, I would ask people that loathe me, and I got plenty of people that like me also, but there's, I'm aware of, you know, all the... Where you are and where you yeah, stand. Yeah, I'm still... And how you're like, viewed in some quarters. Yeah, but I'm, I got a very happy life. I'm fine with all of that, but, you know, I don't, I don't pay attention to social media stuff. I, I don't think anybody should. You're not going to find people who have good attitudes there. But, um, but this movie, at its heart, is should be for everyone to have that seat. And I, and trust me, my um, uh, p- academic prowess will not get in your way <laughs> uh, because I never intend to demonstrate that. I just go and take it in. I'm not a good small talker. I'm not good at that stuff. Whenever I've gone away, this is kind of what it's always looked like. You know, I sit there and I listen to people and I try to retain what I can. But it's, a, it's for average Joe or Joanne or however someone identifies in America who just has a hard time getting the context mm-hmm. of what's happening there. In this case, why I, why I think we sh- most certainly that we should be much more robust with our immediate support and, and save ourselves a lot of money by doing it long term. And if we do become that, would that satisfy your sense of this film having been useful? Yeah. I, yeah. Is that how you define usefulness? I want usefulness to, to, to equate with uh, a unity. I want to talk to people. I want to listen to people. I want to re- realize that, you know, I've participated in a lot of complaint culture and, and angry um, or just, you know, cheap words about uh, leaderships and, th- and, and people or thoughts and, you know, if we're not willing to admit we're part of the problem and, and, and try to make a change, I'll, I will make mistakes again, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm mostly proud of the positions I've taken, just not the way I've taken them a lot of times. Because it's, it, 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 uh, it, it, you know, the, it's true. We've, we've alienated each other. And, and just because there's this wealth of, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think of it as a kind of Trumpism kind of attitude. And, 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 and I, and, you know, but I know people who believe in that guy. Mm-hmm. 
I know some great people who believe in him. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have the information. I don't think they're doing their children any favor. And there's not a lot of them. And there's less of them that really, but, but, but that guy is not really the issue, right? Mm-hmm. It's what's the hunger that's lead, that getting us so pushed from each other. Right. And we really need to start building our mindset as community for our kids' sake. For those who may not know, since you mentioned it, you're proud of the positions you've taken, but you said not always proud of how you took them. Is there an example that is most resonant to you? Yeah, I probably said really nasty things about President Bush. And, you know, I do think it was uh, we were lied to about things and it was offensive. And, and you know, the, this is a guy of service and from all reports, a really kind person. What leads to the systemic adaptation of this stuff? I, it, it, you know, often I don't know. Um, but the, the, uh, that's like a quick example of somebody. Um, and, you know, I. Uh, I'm that you America gets the leadership it deserves. Well, the part of me that deserves, you know, obviously uh, I'm glad I wasn't a more or am not a more impactful contributor in the negative, but uh, but a contributor. Mm -hmm. And then when it when we lose, you know, when you start having Bush nostalgia, you start recognizing, hey, you know, I should have handled this with a much more sober temperament because too much is at stake. It's the same thing I believe about the left and the right in America right now, you know, even very popular democratic politicians that say, um, it's no excuse that the other side's doing it. Um, high road doesn't mean soft. Mm -hmm. It means relentlessly clear minded and knowing that it's about moving the ball forward. Once in a while, there's a, there's a Hail Mary pass for someone to throw because, because the bleeding has to stop. Mm-hmm. But by and large, anybody on the left or the right who is going to promote them and their ideals over the possibilities that are real, be able to put the calculator next to it and figure out where the money is or where it's going to come from. Mm-hmm. And recognize that if we claim to be a democracy or a republic with a democratic principle, then we don't get to be entirely right. It's just a a, a humility we've got to try to start adopting and understand that what what do these people really believe and want and how much of it is about language. Mm -hmm. You know, and I always use the example of why would anyone on the left, because their constituency, let's say, is very left and likes it when they claim themselves a socialist, why would you use that word when you could say to someone who's, let's say, conservative, um, are you glad that when that person tried to break into your grandmother's house, that she was able to dial 911. Mm-hmm. Thank God, they say. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And when they arrived, which of her credit cards did she use to pay for it? Oh, none? Okay, that's mm-hmm. socialism. Mm-hmm. Your firefighters, it's. But it isn't, because socialism is 
you know, something that we know what it means to those who have suffered under it. Mm-hmm. You're, it's, it's, it's an avoidable um, distraction. And leaders are the ones who have the highest responsibilities to language. To use that language and use it carefully and precisely. So yeah, people can hold them accountable. You know, when leaders say, you know, I'm not, um, you know, the governor of the Republicans, I'm the governor of this state or presidents or whatever else. OK, well, if you're going to do that, then you got to be respectful of all of this across the spectrum. Right. When we come back, more from the movie Superpower and the voices and experiences of civilians suffering daily terror and how they can and do cope and fight on looking for hope and humor amid death and destruction. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to The Takeout. Russia's war targets civilians relentlessly. When Russia engages with Ukraine's military, it loses more than it wins. But its assaults on civilian targets when they succeed, are devastating and grisly. Ukraine intercepts some missiles, but not all. Sean Penn went to a bombed-out apartment complex and met the survivors, picking up the pieces. I'm not offering any tea, I'm sorry. I'm going to be a rude host. This was the living room, that was the bathroom, and restroom. Yeah, this is not structurally sound anymore, is it? No. So what are you doing now? Just hearing out the things that can be salvaged? Yeah, so I actually asked some military guys to help me out. They came here, they clear everything. They tried to make sure that we actually can take anything. So I tried to find like really uh, sensitive stuff, like maybe pictures or like some other stuff. Yeah, that's it. Like I just wanted to find something. These voices, the spirit within them, I asked Sean what it meant in the course of making the film and what it means as the war grinds on. Let's get back to the movie for a second. Um, There are three segments of the movie where people say things that have had a strong impact on me. One is a woman who is acknowledging her husband's death in the Maidan revolution. She said, I learned how human soul could be so big. There's another gentleman who's in the movie uh, after a missile attack, rocket attack on an apartment, has on his arm, because I can. That's right. And then in that same apartment, a woman takes, her, takes you and your cameras 
up to what remains of her apartment, which is a shattered ruin. And she says to you, I can't make you any tea. I'm going to be a rude host. (laughs) I got to tell you, Sean, those three things blew me away in unexpected and uh, powerful ways. Yeah, me too. What did they mean to you? What do you think they should mean to someone who comes across this film? That we should not let chaos panic us, but strengthen us. That humor is a kind of love, a weapon, but ultimately Humor is the vocalization of um, courage and of empowering those we care about with courage. And boy, have they got it. The railroad has a motto. The Ukrainian railroad has a motto, um, iron and soft, and it's Indicative that they're going to be iron in their defense of their freedom. But there is no iron if they give up their humanity. Their softness. Mm -hmm. I think there's nobody I see it in more. Well, I see it certainly in President Zelensky. In the movie, though, and this is truly representative of what's going on in that culture there, that great country of people, is Juice. Tell my audience who Juice is. Andre was, um, so there's a... uh, a story that a pilot uh, immediately after, upon the invasion by Russia, took to the skies over Kiev and, you know, took on all of these more sophisticated aviation assets of the Russians. Single-handedly. The myth goes, yeah. Um, Andre, we'll call him Juice, that was his call sign as a pilot, as a fighter pilot. Uh, he talks, it, 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 it wasn't one person, but it was, but it was true. Uh, and, and he was significant among uh, them. Not about uh, just one person, it's about all the team and our unit is still uh, securing the city and our citizens. And he um, is reason enough to see this film. Mm -hmm. His presence 
is so beautifully humble and gentle. And I knew from Americans who had trained with him, uh, American fighter pilots, their admiration, their respect for this guy. He had, um, he has such a presence of gentleness that you trust that this is not the warring the Ukrainian side of it that we should oppose and is not hawkish to support. I didn't know the Ukrainian railroad motto, but having now seen the film several times, juice is that iron, iron and soft. soft. Yeah. So, but now let my audience know the heartbreaking part of this. Well, he really dreamed of flying F-16s and I met him in Washington DC while we were shooting the film originally. And, um, he was here as a significant um, lobbyist, I suppose, for it. I mean, he came to plead the case with a few other pilots and, um, and, a, and a significant activist, Yulia Maryshevska from Ukraine. And they'd come here and, uh, to, to talk to um, leaders on the Hill and, and, and to media. And um, we struck up a friendship and... Uh, you know, when he went back to Ukraine, I would sometimes, you know, there was an encrypted way to get to him. Hey, what are you doing? You know, and then he'd say, yeah, um, it's about to go wheels up. And what it was a couple of weeks after, I think it was in July that they announced that there would be this, it was going to take forever, but that, that, that finally they were acknowledging that the resources, they being the NATO partners, and, and, and that the resources would be made available for F-16s. And uh, he was, I think it's a L-39, which is kind of a light attack aircraft, mm -hmm. um, a little bit south of Kiev, and uh, killed a couple of weeks ago. And the film is dedicated to him? The film's dedicated to him and to all the others that have lost their lives. And last week I, was, I met his mother, uh, who is an extraordinary uh, woman, who is, I'm, I'm going to guess, will be sort of symbolically the mother of the Ukrainian Air Force, because she is going forward in, in his, with his mission and brought some of the other pilots and um, the resolve to you know, be a pillar of strength is really moving. And she's a very well spoken in English. So I see, I, 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 I would expect that um, Americans will have the opportunity to hear from her and that it'll, and, and that, and therefore from juice because uh, she's going to carry on his presence in, in, in this whole thing. As will the movie superpower, Sean Penn. Thank you. Thanks. War leaves casualties and memories, as well as legacies. They leave much more behind, hatred, vengeance, sometimes worse. In Juice's case, the Ukrainian pilot leaves behind a mother who will not let his cause or his sacrifice die. That's part of Ukraine's story, and the one Sean Penn tells in Superpower. This is The Takeout. We'll see you next week.
If you like the takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.